Welcome to the College Prep Genius Radio Show, where we can answer all your questions about getting college for free. Today, your host is Jean Burke, the author of College Prep Genius, The No-Brainer Way to SAT Success, and you can find her at collegeprepgenius.com. And I'm the moderator, Felice Gerwitz. Welcome. With College Prep Genius, free college can happen to you. That's right. It's never too early to start thinking about test prep to secure your future. Imagine getting free tuition, room, and board, free grad school, and more based on your SAT score. College Prep Genius is the key to free. This award-winning, nationally-featured program teaches students the logic behind the SAT, You'll learn to answer every question in 30 seconds. Raise your score as much as 600 points and go to the college of your dreams for free. Visit collegeprepgenius.com to know more. Hey everyone and welcome. This is Felice Gerwitz with an episode of College Prep Genius. And on the line with me is Jean Burke. Uh, this is episode 67, and you can find the show notes at collegeprepgenius.com forward slash podcast. And, Jean, I know you are currently, as we record this, traveling like a crazy woman, going to uh, a ton of conferences and uh, sharing your information with everyone. So um, tell us where they can find, like, where you're going to be. Is that on your website? I believe so. Um, I just returned from the HEAB Virginia Conference, uh, which is great. Uh, I'm going to be heading to California, the Ontario Great Homeschool Conference this coming week. Uh, after that, I'm going to be in Oregon and then heading to Hawaii, then off to Arizona. And then my last conference of the year for this year is going to be in Missouri, St. Louis. So, Yes, it should be on my website. You can always email me, but uh, it's just that time of year where I'm pretty much going four or five days a week, come home, wash the clothes, and go back out again. So it's a little <laughs> crazy right now. Yeah, well, and the really great thing is Jean has a totally online program. I know you did go to print with your books, but you can get um, all of the information that you need for, um, you know, the college um, prep uh, information for SAT on your website. So I think, um, you know, that's where people should start. And you do in-person classes, I know, beginning um, in the fall, and people can contact you again via collegeprepgenius.com uh, to get more information about that. Yes, and, you know, um, well, we actually work all year round. So we've got classes all over Florida, your, your stomping ground. Uh, Texas, California, Missouri, Indiana, Illinois. I mean, we're just all over the place. Hawaii. So, yeah. We, you know, and if you, and if you don't see one in your area, you know, of course you can always host a class. We, we had classes all the time. So, just got a uh, request uh, a couple of days ago to go to Puerto Rico. So, I'm pretty excited wow. about that. Have a possible UAE coming up this fall. And, uh, you know, just being able to go to other countries is just really cool. Because people, you know, we we have great colleges here in America, and people want to come over here. So, love being able to go over there and help those kids come over here, and and you know, just you know, grow in our in our 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 economy here and our 
land where there's just freedom and where you can make a dream come true. So pretty excited about that. Wonderful. And one of the things I want to share today we're going to talk about is college worth it. And this is actually a four-part series we're going to start with. Uh, college debt, a little bit about loans, which we hope your kids won't have to have. And um, just as a shout-out for for Jean, um, both of my kids um, have received college scholarships. Um, the next two years for Anne will be debt-free. Um, she got all of her academic paid, and uh, Michael is going to have um, – his um, academic as well, um, although he did get a baseball scholarship, but he was he did qualify with eligibility uh, for a full academic and um, books and also food. So that was awesome. Um, and the little bit that I'm going to be um, helping Anne pay for hers is less than um, her rent was where she was going to school, and she did get a scholarship there to play softball. So my kids are involved in sports as well. Um, and then Jean and I, I want to do another podcast with you, Jean, down the road uh, with all of the information that I've learned now, um, having gone through it uh, with two kids and three colleges and lots of college visits. So um, kind of, you know, good, good information. Uh, we did do another one on sports, so we'll share that with you. But let's just jump in uh, with, is college worth it? Let's just get a little bit of your take on that, Jane. Well, you know, the crazy thing about college and being worth it is, you know, it pretty much is a lousy investment if you do have to spend 20 years paying off college loans. And I think debt right now is on everyone's mind. And, you know, I looked up last month just what our nation's national debt is. And this is the figure, 210547654944439. That's a massive $21 trillion of financial burden um, that our nation is in. And that has certainly taken a toll on every aspect of our government. And the really the ability to run it effectively no matter who's in office. You know, when you step into that kind of um, – crushing amount of money owed, you know, it's going to debilitate a lot of areas. And so, you know, us, obviously we're not going to accrue some kind of personal debt anywhere close to the national deficit. But, you know, again, owing lots of money can still feel more significant when it affects us personally. So having that kind of debt can crush your dreams, cripple your future for our students when it comes to college loans and spending years sort of entrapped and enslaved with money. But I know this can be stress, very, very stressful. But, you know, I, I, one of the things I keep hearing over and over again, having done this for 14 years, is that, that educational debt is the best kind of debt you can have. But I, I don't necessarily agree. I, I think that any debt is usually a result of lack of planning. So college in itself is meant to open doors to, you know, a brighter future for our kids. And so – uh, we can't let financial strain, you know, of education turn into a college dream pretty much into a monetary nightmare. So I think the best way to graduate college without any debt is actually to have someone else pay for our schooling altogether. So, you know, and it's not – most of us aren't, aren't a part of a rich family, so to speak. Uh, but there are so many things. We're going to be talking about scholarships and grants and, you know, the most effective way of going to college certainly is for free. So – going to be touching about uh, scholarships, grants, loans, oh my, you know, uh, but, <laughs> <laughs> you 
you know, and, and, and scholarships certainly are ideal for paying for college. I, I think um, doing that, as you know, can help cut down the cost of secondary education. So one of the ways, you know, certainly um, to make college more affordable is certainly to limit the, the, the time and money that we actually spend on our education. So some, some of the things we've talked about in the past about accomplishing, you know, graduating a little bit early from college or, you know, working hard to get a BA, uh, you know, only three years instead of four, you know, whether it's through AP or CLEP, I think just cutting down some time actually smart. It lessens your schooling outlay and associated living expenses such as room and board. So, you know, again, dual credit is great in high school. Uh, you know, getting that college credit and high school credit simultaneously. We've talked about that before. You know, you know, this is not for everybody. So I like to give people options. One of the things are I think there's no one size fits all. Um, and as a family, everyone has to make their own decision. But, you know, being able to, you know, what they call the two plus two, you know, two years in high school and two years in college, you know, can work for families. And, you know, and also, so this is cool for you, there's also programs that have three-year bachelor's degrees. So, you know, you've got to do your research, of course. Um, and certainly, you know, we talked about this, but when you're looking into early college or getting some AP dual credit clepping, you know, again, you want to always check with the college because if your goal, goal ultimately is to get some big scholarship money, you don't want to have a lot of college credits for, you know, many colleges that will consider you a transfer student and nullify some of those incoming freshman scholarships. So um, be careful with that. Uh, but I think that um, more as a no-brainer, the affordability question uh, is to find a college that you can actually afford. Now I'm going to give you kind of sort of two sides of the coin here. Um, I, in, in one case, you know, a big price tag doesn't necessarily mean that your education is going to be better at a school that, than one that is very modest. Uh, but, again, you know, certainly do your homework. Because there, sometimes there's extra expenses um, that are accrued, and that can add back up again. So the truth really is the majority of colleges are similar despite their disparity in cost. And certainly many community colleges offer quality education at a fraction of the cost. So, uh Keep that in mind. So when you're when you're making your plans for college, definitely be a pragmatist. Um, think realistically, you know, about the cost-benefit ratio, maybe versus going to an Ivy League uh, or a junior college. But ironically, your decision needs to be based on your research because this is, again, the other side of the coin. Very, very often the more expensive colleges have the most money to give out. So, again, don't rule them out. So when you're looking at a price tag, you know, it's not something that you either automatically go for it or don't go for it. What you want to think is, well, you know, if I eligible to get some of the big money, then great. But it doesn't necessarily mean that if you don't go to, for lack of a better word, uh, a big name school, um, that you know it's going to hurt you. So keep, you know, keep that in mind. So definitely want you to see both sides of that. So, and you know, and another thing too, a lot of kids, you know, consider taking a job, you know, working their way through college to help with the financial burden. Um, you know, if you know if you can do that, great. I'm kind of the big believer that something very often can suffer when you're working in college because there's so much, so much studying and research that goes on. Um, but it's certainly, you know, students can do that. Treat the cost of college more like a tuition bill. They can sort of budget budget accordingly. So, I think for those students who do work while they're in college, I think it's going to take some real personal sacrifice to use their money to pay for school and not, let's say you know, fritter away on late-night fast food runs or movies or parties, thinking the big picture. So I think that's going to help, too. Uh, just, 
doing, you know, just doing what works best for you. I think there's not a one size fits all. I think the beauty of America, no matter how many people uh, seem to be against America, is we have this amazing opportunity. And I've always said you could just pick up someone from one of these other countries that really are so limited and you could just sort of drop them off here with only the clothes in their back and they, not knowing a lot, they could literally go to school in the morning and work at night or work in the day and go to school at night and become something. And that opportunity is not, you know, it's pretty exclusive to our country. And so we should definitely be thankful. So, you know, I know not everyone's going to work during school. And, again, that's okay. Um, let, me, let me give you some really cool things, please. This is really some ideas um, because just doing your research, you know, debt, like mm-hmm. I said earlier, debt is generally the result of lack of planning. And, and sometimes just lack of knowing the information. Um, certainly there are loan repayment programs for schools. And there's even a thing called tuition remission. Now, what, you, what that really is, it, it's where – a lot of times the tuition of schools are waived for an employee or for their dependent. I can give you a couple examples that I know personally. My, my brother-in-law was a janitor over at TCU. And um, so working for the, the college allowed his children to go to that school for free. Um, I just did um, a show called the, on Fox News for, called the Fox Rundown. And this was very dear to my heart because Walmart, I don't know if you heard this or not, but Walmart Walmart just announced um, that they are basically giving free college for their employees. And so my sister works there. And so I got sort of the scoop of it before it was actually out. And I was able to call my sister up and says, hey, this is a great way, you know, for you to actually, you know, get ahead, go in and get your business degree. And they're going to, and they're going to pay for it. So, I think it's a way for a lot of companies to retain, you know, employees um, or, or get a faculty that, ha- that has children that can benefit from it. And so it, it kind of puts your sort of a skin in the game, which means I think you appreciate the job more. Because I know for my sister at Walmart, she doesn't get a lot of benefits. And mm-hmm. so for her, for them to pay for her college, um, I think that's a, that's a great plus. And it's going to draw, you know, a different, maybe even a different set of employees there who – Right. feel like that that this is a a company I could get behind if they're actually going to get behind me. So that's a thing. And, and you know, of course, certainly we haven't done a whole thing on military, but certainly the armed forces is a we should probably do a whole whole segment on right. that the benefits that they can give you for when it comes to college. Yes. So um, I know you know my my niece. Um, my niece and my nephew um, are both doctors, and they um, were in the Navy, and they had their medical school paid for, So, and also with a bonus, a signing bonus. And I know that depending on what you want to go in for, you know, they need really good doctors. So that's one of the uh, – my niece went in first, and she got a signing bonus, and my nephew went later and got almost twice as much. So they're desperate for good doctors there and, um, you know, and uh, it's a little bit of a hard life, but because um, you can get deployed, which he did, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know, it, it also paid for their college. They are both doctors without the ensuing debt. Um, well, she's so, sure. I, I like that. <laughs> doctors yeah. without debt. That, that's a, that's, a, know, that's right? a great <laughs> I, 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 I love that. You know, and, and 
the military itself, I mean, I think a lot of people, they know about the GI Bill and, and that, but there's a lot more, and we could probably do just a whole segment about that, and I think that would, that would be great. And, you know, I know here in Texas, we have a program, and it's where, you know, employee, employers often pay back tuition for certain positions like nurses and teachers. You know, you, you would, and my, my daughter's friend is doing this. Um, she's a elementary school teacher, and she was saying that they are, I think she had to be with a school a certain amount of time, but they would actually pay off her loans for her. So it's an incentive. It's incentive to keep the teacher. It's also incentive for the, the teacher or the nurse or uh, the police officer or various positions uh, to actually be able to um, take advantage of, you know, becoming debt-free, even if it takes a handful of years. You know, your money, that, that, that's a, a great um, way to get out of debt. So I think that's important. And, and one of the things I think if people would also look ahead, because, you know, people often don't even think about grad school, law school, med school, or so post-grad school because of certainly just want to get through college. But um, when you're in college and if you are considering post-grad school, um, if, if a student has a solid resume, you know, with very strong academic performance, um, they can actually qualify for free, you know, free grad school, a free education, and it's through what's called a fellowship. And that is where a student can get financial support uh, for their graduate studies. And it, again, it's based on merit. So again, this means when you're in college, you, know, you need to be doing well. Um, but very often, you can become like a research assistant and um, in your in your studies and literally get your grad school paid for. So, you know, we talked so many times um, about going to college for free and are very, very cheap and and even beyond that. And I just I think it's just the not knowing. It's the fear that people don't know. So that's why I like it. When I find out stuff, I love, 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 you know, just to pass it on to people because I'm I'm kinda in the business of changing lives. <laughs> that's that's right. that's kind of my goal. Changing changing destinies it. for families. <laughs> you know, right. I'm not and, Jesus, so yeah. not that far, but, you know, just, just a little, little tiny bit, you know. <laughs> right. Well, it does make a difference. And one in our travels uh, this summer and um, beyond, we found that some of the assistant coaches um, that maybe played baseball or softball for a, a team were getting their um, graduate studies paid for at that school uh, because they were assistant coach. So they probably didn't get paid to be the assistant coach, um, but they were getting school. And we met another uh, gentleman at one of the other schools that we visited, and he was doing um, some of the – it was more than just college tours. Like we met with him, and he explained the history of the college, and it was more in depth. In depth. And uh, funny, he said, oh, I live in a little town, and he named it, which was about 30 minutes. We, I said, oh, I know exactly where that is. And he said, nobody knows where that is. He, goes, he said it was near Fort Myers. And I said, we live in Fort Myers. I know where that is. <laughs> so we got a kick out of that that, you know, he was actually could say the town he lived in, and we'd been there. Um, so he was getting his uh, graduate studies paid for. So there are programs within schools to check. Um, and we've done that even though my kids did get scholarships. Um, we did look for additional scholarships. Some of them are as easy as writing a paper. A lot of them, I think the most I found, Jean, were in-state. Like if my kids could have played in Florida, they would have, um, but everybody in, this, in the U.S. wants to play in California or Florida. 
So it's very, very difficult, um, even if you're a great player, to, you know, to play in the stand in our own state. Uh, so my kids are going out of state, um, but they still um, – there was a lot of opportunity for in-state that we noticed um, in some of these uh, things. Like for engineering, here in Florida, there was an engineering firm that you could write a letter to and why you wanted to be an engineer, and they would pay for some of your engineering school, which, you know, that still doesn't preclude my son's, um, you know uh, – graduate work because he's going to have to get an additional degree for that. But um, one of the questions you had here was how is college paid for? So let's just talk about that and then an overview about debt. Oh, absolutely. I think probably the three main ways college is paid for are loans, scholarships, and grants. And so we'll be getting more into all those um, in the next three segments. And, you know, obviously none of us want to take out loans or want our kids to take out loans or to use our retirement or savings or equity in our home. And so I think a lot of times families uh, are very apprehensive and they don't know what to do because they feel like, I don't want debt, I don't want my child to have debt, so what do I do? So I think ignorance um uh, and, and no one's being taught is, is probably the biggest fear because I do talk to thousands of people and, you know, at, at these conferences, tens of thousands every year. And I think the, the light bulbs come on when they're then when they're sitting there and kind of being in the same position I was in some 16 years ago when, you know, we literally had no money for college and never saved any, didn't, you know, just either we just didn't have it or didn't think about it. And, definitely wanting our kids to go to college. And, and there are people who are just great planners. I mean, they really, uh, you know, they're very frugal and they can do that kind of thing, but that certainly wasn't us. And uh, I think that once people are enlightened that, they're, that their kids can have their dreams come true and they can, you know, go to and hopefully the college of their choice and change a generation. Because, you know, one of the things I heard this last weekend in Virginia was I'm still paying off my loans. I'm still paying off my loans. I hear this, you know, and, um, just to, it, it just weighs on every part of your life when you're doing that. So just just having that ability to know that there's so many things out there. And, you know, we talked different podcasts on so many different ways to go for free. And uh, so I, I think that if we can steer clear from loans, and, and let me talk, uh, let me just touch a, bit, a little bit about the types of loans generally that people will actually uh, take out when it comes to, uh, you know, college in general. And, and certainly loans, obviously, is money that you have to pay back. Um, but pretty much the federal loan programs are what's called the Perkins. Uh, there is the Direct Stafford. There is the Direct Plus, which uh, can be for graduate and prof professional degree uh, for students who want to borrow that money. Um, and then very often when parents borrow on their on their students' behalf, the uh, it, it it's called a Direct Plus. And then there's also the Direct Loan Consolidations. Um, one of the things, too, I don't know people know about is that when a parent takes out a loan, very often it's half the cost, half the interest amount. So sometimes when a student takes a loan, it can be something like a 12%, and a parent takes it out to 6%. So that's why a lot of times parents are doing it as opposed to the student. So, but regardless, you know, we, you know, we're seeing probably $100,000 is the median debt right now. And, you know, you, you, we've talked about this before, but, you know, in Texas, that, that is a house. You know, you can get a house for $100,000 here. 
Um, and so you're seeing these college graduates who very often cannot get a mortgage because of, you know, the immense debt that they're in. So, and especially sometimes if they can't find, even find a job in their, in their degree plan, you know, you know, that's a whole other segment we could talk about and the percentage of students who aren't even working, you know, in their degree. But, you know, one of the things is, is and I learned this years ago with my, when my brother-in-law went to college. Um, uh, he was, the, he went to Texas Tech, which is a big party school, you know, and he was voted big man on campus. I mean, he was just the all-around, you know, golden boy, so to speak. And, uh, you know, I think he ended up taking five years to, to graduate and, he he said D is for diploma. <laughs> so I tell my kids, y'all don't listen to your uncle, okay? Um, but you know, after that first job, you know, they never look at your paper again. And so he became the uh, he's like the vice president of a huge huge um, in their conglomerate of newspapers, and you know, um, and he travels every week now to different you know cities and states and so uh but it is kind of funny because you know my 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 husband would always said if y'all could just get your you know if somebody could just get a dog catcher degree you know just get a degree get that piece of paper and you and you know and one of the things too please i wanted to say is that as, as i speak sometimes i hear some other speakers you know talk about you know not going to college and, and i do get it the fact that you know it's a lousy investment when you when you uh, enslave yourself for years and years of loans, so I do get that. Um, but I think also there's a there's a lot of fear mongering going on um, about going to college and you know turn out to be something that you're really not or undo everything that your parents have instilled in you and that sort of thing. Um, but one of the things that and I don't necessarily agree with that at all, but is that if the believers, if if those who uh, have character and those who you know, have a sense of destiny, if those kids don't go to college and they don't get the degree, they don't become the doctors or the lawyers or the engineers or the teachers, um, then who is, you know, if all of a sudden we start saying we are not, we Christians are not going to go to college, then there won't be any, any, any believers in these positions in, in, in the future generations. And so, yes, I agree, no debt should be incurred or very little if possible, uh, but to sort of blanketly say that we should not go to college, uh, you know, I think is um, kind of an almost an irresponsible statement to say and to put that, you know, putting somebody else's opinion on everybody else. Because I'm the kind of person that I want to give you options. You know, there's so many things out there you could do. Now, yeah, college is not for everybody. And certainly trade schools are great. And there's a lot of great shows on TV that really highlight, um, you know, the, the sort of the blue collar kind of, uh, jobs and there's absolutely nothing wrong with those at all, and we and should never be uh, a cut down for anybody who works in those positions. But and and those are definitely for 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 people. But I don't think you can say we as believers should not go to college. You know, think think who would be running our country, you know, in the next generation if that were true. So I think we need to be really careful what we say and just say here are some options that you can do, and if you are going to be in a position uh, where you can influence a lot of people, then absolutely, we want you to go to college, but, you know, certainly we want you to go, you know, certainly hopefully debt-free. Right. And I think that it's important that you continue to communicate with your 
um, their children when they're in school. I I was teasing my daughter who's home for the summer now that I talk to her more when she's in college than I do when she's home. <laughs> um, you know, she does have a job, but um, when she gets home, you know, there's so much going on and dinner prep and showers and, you know, all the normal stuff that happens in a family and, um, you know, and then you sit and you, you know, maybe watch a short movie or something together. So um, there's a lot of times a lack of, you know, us just sitting and chatting on the phone for an hour, you know. So I, I think that that does help in giving your kids a chance um, when they're away to vent. Um, I've ha- I had to do that several times when she was complaining about a professor or a grade or or something. And, you know, and I'd say, well, how are you going to wa- work through this and she would tell me and then call me later let me know how it went um and so you know it's i think people that just kind of lose touch with their kids or um another you know when when you talk about that because it kind of hits close to home it's the kids who you know may have an apartment and have a job and then they don't come home for the summer you know so i i try really hard uh, like you, I agree that, you know, my husband says you have the rest of your life to work. So, yes, if you want to work a little bit during the summer here and there, that's fine. Uh, my daughter actually found a nannying job that pays really, really well in town. and um, But she'll have weekends off, and uh, she'll have our vacation week off. So um, I think that that's fine, but it's really difficult when you're in school. Jean, we only have about uh, five more minutes. Can we wrap up? And I know we're going to talk about grants, scholarships, and a lot more in the subsequent. Um, if I didn't mention it at the beginning, um, this is part of a four-part series about whether college is worth it or not and, and explaining a little bit more about um, the procedure to avoid debt. Uh, so um, stay tuned for that. And all the links will be at the College Prep Genius podcast and the topic of today is um, you can look for the show, Is College Worthwhile? So what can you say to, to wrap this up today? What I can say is that I think that, just as you were just saying, every family needs to know that there are so many options and to not rule out college just because of money. I remember growing up, and my mom, when we were little, and my, my mom was very ignorant. She just said, don't even think about college. We don't even have the money. And in my head, I ruled out college. I didn't, I had no idea the things I know today. And I remember thinking, okay, well, all right. So maybe I'll go to like a high school that has some trades like cosmetology or shop or mechanics or, or, or photography. And you know, and I tried there, I went like one semester to a high school and I just absolutely hated it and went back to the high school that I was planning on going in the first place. Um, and it wasn't until years later, you know, when I, um, w- I had been out of high school about a year, I worked for about a year and then I decided, you know, I really want to go back to college. And I went in there and I, you know, again, not knowing anything about SATs or ACTs in those days. And you did take a, something very similar called a placement test. And I did well. I don't remember it, but I did well. I got money. And I thought, wow, it was just like that, just doing that. And the whole time all my life I would written it off that, well, we have no money, so I can't go, and I didn't know. So I loved it showing families that there are just so many options, and you don't have to be strapped in debt. You don't have to get loans. You know, many of our previous podcasts talked about the, the colleges that will give you free, you know, straight-out free college for various reasons. Uh, and I'm going to go into more things um, in the upcoming series. So 
um, don't don't rule it out. You know, it's not certainly not for every student, um, but put it back on your radar because there's a lot of cool things to help you get to your goals. I think that's great. Well, thank you so much for today's episode, and I look forward to hearing more um, from you about the grants that are available. Thanks so much, Jean. Thank you. And remember to find the show notes at collegeprepgenius.com forward slash podcast and look for today's episode, Is College Worthwhile? Thanks so much. Bye-bye. Well, thanks so much for listening to the College Prep Genius Radio Show. You can find more episodes at collegeprepgenius.com forward slash podcast or listen on iTunes, on your favorite podcast app, on your phone, on your computer, or on the go. Remember, visit collegeprepgenius.com for more information and we'll see you soon.